Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the new faces. And nice to see familiar faces again. Let your breathing slow down. Slow everything down. Feel heavy on the chair. Let your attention drop down into your body. really is no need to think about anything. These words will be comprehended without any engagement of your thinking mind. See if there is access to stillness. Really nothing is as important as letting your attention fall into stillness. There really is nothing to figure out unless you go back into your mind again. a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to go there and let's see what happens. See if you can taste freedom. It's not a story about freedom, but freedom itself. <laughs> 
our mind won't know what we're doing, and that's fine. In life, your mind figures out being free to do something, being free from something, free of something. But I'm not talking about a kind of freedom that is in relation to something else. Pure freedom is not freedom from your thoughts, your beliefs. That's the dualistic freedom as well. It's like freedom from your job on Friday evening, or freedom from your role as parent, or whatever it is. It's not freedom from your mind. That is not spiritual freedom. That's not good enough. That kind of freedom is not good enough. There isn't you and freedom from something. You who can be free from us obsessive thinking or negative thoughts or believing that, you know, what your mind says is real. Freedom doesn't lie in the absence of something. That's not really freedom. Freedom itself, the essence of freedom, that has no connection at all to phenomenal or physical or intellectual capacities. Freedom itself. Let it show itself to you. Freedom itself. It's at the core of your own essence. We don't turn to it very often because we have a conceptual understanding of what freedom is. Freedom itself. Be there. even saying be there is kind of weird too but I'm kind of stuck for language here. Taste it. ideas about there being freedom if something changed. That's not freedom. It's not. That's moving the furniture around in your life. And you can do that, of course. But 
the real freedom. Get familiar with it. Because it's the essence. Freedom expresses as all of it, anything from this chair right through to who you think you are, to the hair on your head. It's still freedom expressing itself as something else. (coughs) Something else that our mind has labeled to be something else. If there is a recognition of freedom within, you'll even see that the hair on your head is freedom expressing in form. That all of it has to be freedom. Freedom itself doesn't get turned on and turned off. That's the freedom that's, you know, a concept based on I feel free when. Freedom from something, freedom from your thoughts. That's a phenomenal experience. The other freedom is not subject to anything. The essence of freedom, real freedom, it's not subject to anything. It's there all the time. So what we're doing is training your your brain, your attention to rest there, to get to know it. And somehow we can reorient ourselves. We can get out of the way. So that freedom itself can be recognized. Our mind can go into that place of recognizing. Other than labeling and creating separation, it can recognize that freedom is the essence of all of it. touch into what I'm pointing to, to the essence of freedom itself. The personal I won't be there. The moment that it's like, oh gosh, I could tap into this, this would be great, you've left it. You've left it. That's what's happening, you've left it. kind of more subtle than that. This kind of freedom is not, cannot be in relationship with the world, your life. It doesn't alter itself 
and dilute itself to make living in another way happen for the person and I. That's when we turn it into a concept and we want to make it work for me, me, myself, I. But the beautiful paradox is if that essence of freedom is, is, is recognized and is allowed to flow, somehow it is better for the person and I. But it's not the motivation, it's a consequence. It's just a consequence. Personal eyes seem to be nothing, but somehow the character can enjoy it, can enjoy freedom, can enjoy recognizing what is truth, what is real, what is unreal. We dived right in, sorry to uh, begin at such a deep intellectual level, but what to do? That's how it rolls sometimes. So if you have an idea that you'd be better off if you were free from something, that's not the freedom that the invitation is here to taste. That's the mind's idea, the mind's version of freedom. Real freedom is not connected to anything else. Its essence is much more exquisite than that. It expresses as everything, but never relates to anything because it doesn't have that subject of perception running. It's too pure. It's just too pure. Taste the essence of freedom itself. Get to know it. There are no gains involved when you taste the essence of freedom. Aim higher than wanting freedom from patterns or your mind or a situation. Aim higher, huh? Aim higher.
in a way there's kind of nothing else to be said. Because if that freedom is tasted, well then everything we're going to be doing is almost like a regression back into storyland. But that's what we do. We just can't resist experiencing, stimulating ourselves, and having opinions, going into stories. But really, it means nothing. Nothing. We do it anyway, but it means nothing. This evening we have one microphone. Just have a technical glitch into the morning with the second microphone. So we'll share it with whomever would like to come up. So, uh, that was a great meditation. So, uh, you know, this thing I'm experiencing, uh, I've been experiencing talks with people about experiencing. So, um, but in a certain way, uh, can one avoid the story? If even the, the, the effort to avoid the story of the person, isn't it a continuation of, it's in a certain way, the continuation of the person? But can one help? Can one not help but do that? And should one, as you suggest, or as this person perceives it, try to avoid that? Is the avoiding of the story the continuation of the story? So my question is essentially: What is the relationship between the story of how we see that we live ourselves and this thing that you that you name freedom? in a very, very careful way, which is not something that one can be, actually, because you, you made a notation there. So one cannot have freedom. Correct. One cannot be free. That's right. So what I'm suggesting is that one is free, but at the same time, in space-time, the story continues. So... Is there, am I understanding from you, a slight admonition not to um, somehow make an effort not to be the story? And what is that relationship to in a more detailed way of, um, every time I ask, every every time I'm going to phrase this question, I'm going to stop here in a second. That's fine, that's great. So every time one phrases a question in this way, one can only come at it from the point of view of the person. So my 
another way of phrasing the question. I'm trying to phrase the same question about freeways because you know, I, I need a lot of different avenues for one to hit me. So, um, so, so trying to live in freedom is still the effort of the, of the, of the one that seeks the freedom, one that's still in the subject-object sort of frame of seeing. So it seems to me, and my question to you is that can you express to me this, this, the way that you see this freedom that you're speaking of and let it be at peace with the story so that the story doesn't have to like be, oh, 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 I'm not in peace, I'm not in freedom, I've got to get there. Can you answer the question in whichever way you've heard it, uh, a number of ways, I, or maybe I've said it all the same, I don't really know. Thank you. Great. <clears throat> It works differently for different people in terms of weaving their way through what you've just asked. For some, they have to go through a phase of completely disconnecting from the story, being story-less, not talking about themselves, not engaging in me story at all, to completely break the relationship with the attention that the ego likes to get from running story. So... It means that breaking the connection with the story of yourself in your mind and breaking it in your, with it in your dialogue. That's an interesting thing to do. It doesn't always work, but it really works for some. What we're after, though, it's a methodology. What we're after is the total recognition that the story is bullshit. That it's absolutely garbage and that it's just a means of our species communicating to each other and your mind being busy with the story of me instead of any other thing. So it actually has no other function. Really, it doesn't. If there's a practical thing like, oh gosh, I'm hungry, I need to get something, that's not the kind of me story that's a functioning, that's natural. But mind runs amok with the me story about I want this and I want that and it would be better if I bought that and... This stuff, you've got to see through it. So you've got to find a methodology that works for you, for you to 24-7 know that whenever it's running, it's like, I'm so not going there. Uh, It's garbage. It's just garbage. That you disconnect from it totally. That you see through it all the time. Now what is it going to take as a methodology for you to stop the me, myself, I stories in your thoughts and in your dialogue. So you're asking me that? I yep. was going to ask you because <laughs> you suggested that there is a methodology. There is, there is a few different ones for different people. Uh, I don't know. It's a little slippery uh, because what uses a method? You know, it, it's, it's, it's everything can be, anything that can be grasped and owned is just starts the, the me story going again. So, yes and no. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm addressing your question. I see all the ways out, but it's hard to. Uh, I find it difficult to answer it uh, directly. Um, I, I guess my answer has been implied in my question, and uh, maybe I'll restate it this way. It seems to me that any methodology will eventually uh, fail, and. Um, Wait, we know there's many, many metho- uh, methodologies, right? You can sit, you know, you can sit on hard stones, you can go to the cave, you can, thousands and thousands of methodologies. So, um, 
I've come, I've come to maybe um, uh, I would call a. Uh, I come to a I come to an answer that I can mm-hmm. that I can throw out at you, and I don't know whether it's uh, whether it's uh, viable or not. But uh, actually, uh, it's kind of the only methodology is, is to be a failure at all methodologies, and I don't know what that means. But it seems like any methodology is is going to result in failure, and and because it implies you know a me wanting a way to get out of the me and to find this freedom which already is. To, it's already gone. It's mm. That's a trick of the mind, saying that no methodology works. I'm tricky. Uh-huh. <laughs> because when you're in the zone of dealing with a me story, then the spiritual concept that no methodology works comes from a zone that's not in the me story. It's only valid from the non-dual perspective, that no methodology works. That's valid there. When the me story is running, and that all about me subjective perception is running, it's only a concept then that no methodology will work. Methodologies will work in that zone. The reason I'm saying this is because our brain has neurological pathways. And if you're running one pattern in your mind, of course, to change how your mind is working, to change how your brain is working by having a different approach, by running different circuitry in your brain, of course that's going to work because cause and effect is valid in the storyland of me. Methodologies do work there. But in the non-dual, you'll see, oh my God, it was all a waste of time, none of it worked. But you don't get to see that until you try and get rid of the other thing. It's almost like... It's almost like you study something in university that you'll never actually use the rest of your life. But actually, it was really right to study it at the time. It did something that you didn't know. It exposed you to something. It met different people. It was because you had to, you know, get credits anyway. And so, it, it, but you never used it for the rest of your life. But actually, it was right at the time. Even if it was a subject you hated, it was right at the time. And it's a little bit like that. It's like it's valid in its own place. If you are invested in the me, myself, I story, what makes it so potent? And that's what's going to tell you if a methodology will work for you. So what do you mean by what makes it potent? What, what, what are you pointing to as what makes it potent? Are there particular me, myself stories that are your go-tos? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've got several favorites. <coughs> All right. Yeah. Can you see that they're not valid? That that's not you, but that's just a loop, a habitual loop. Okay. So what you're talking about? Yeah. When 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 the loop is going, it's 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 just it's got to spin itself out. So it's not seen till after it's spin itself out because uh. there's no objectivity in the loop. And some of what you're talking about is new modern, uh, you know, which. Well, part of what I hear you talking about to me is the new modern way of uh, of reprogramming the machine so it works more effectively. That is getting in touch with better uh, alternative uh, ways of uh, neurons firing and uh, that type of thing. But maybe that's not what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so um, let's go back to this. All right. So, so when one's in, so okay, yeah, I can I can see it, but it's only after the fact. It's just like if you're driving down the freeway and someone pulls over in front of you and you just kind of, you know. Put on the brake, and it's it's not like you even see it at the time. And then afterwards, your heart's beating, and you're just like going like this, 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm. I can see it. So, are you suggesting there's a way, there's a methodology why one is in the loop with based upon my answer? If it's if it's if if that example is as deep as it goes for you, then I would change track in this dialogue, this conversation, because that's basic instinct to protect yourself. That fires from another place. Yeah. But but me myself, I stories are of a different nature. Okay. Well, I was just trying. I'm just trying to use an example. Okay. But me myself stories. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know how. Um, yeah, I don't know what depth you're talking about, but anyway, no, the me myself story. I'm just trying to use an analogy. Maybe it okay. wasn't, maybe it wasn't a good analogy. Okay. So uh, yeah, I see the me myself stories tied up in several um, uh, several formulations. They just repeat themselves. It's just uh, almost at this age, I just like that again. So, um, but when you see that again, then you recognize. You're recognizing it's a story. Then, yeah, yes. I'm interested in the in. What is the what is the stickiness where you can't see it at all? How long does that last? How often does it happen? That's what's going to determine if there's a methodology that will work for you or not. Well, if I knew that, I don't think I'd be asking the, asking the questions. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, do you get do you get lost in your own stories for days? Oh, it, it, no, no. Well, the stories that really have a hold of me uh, might get. For a few days, the stories that have less hold on me, because I think there's different levels of uh, different things. Yes. Triggers. So, yes. So the stories that have less, you know, maybe a few hours. The ones that uh, have a, a deeper, like whatever, from the, you know, from daddy calling me a, a bad boy or yeah. all that. Those stories, yeah, those those probably run run deeper and longer. But ultimately, yeah. So. I, okay, so let's find a tool for you that's going to help you to see that that has you hypnotized when it's running. I love tools. Great. You know, so there needs to be something, something whereby, you know, it might even be making a list, a list of like the, the three stickiest, uh-huh. most repetitive, nasty ones, uh-huh. so that you see them. Now we've got a bit of distance from them. Now, there's, now we've introduced them into the observer and it's like, woof, the identification is going to be less. Good. All Very right? practical. I yeah. Like that. This yeah. is... Um, yeah. we're formulating a methodology for you right. do you see yeah. so it's about getting distance from what these particular loops are and it's fantastic if you can identify three really sticky ones right and you know okay it comes from such and such in my past or, and you might have that and you might be able to unpack it or not unpack it right. you know that's another thing that's the, that's the therapy line that works too for some I don't so yeah. you know that's fine it's got to be acknowledged it's got its place you know it's got its place sure whatever we've got to Whatever methodology we're going to find for you, it's totally about you getting distance from it so that you see it faster. And it's like, whoa, there we go into that loop again. I can just get caught in that now and wallow in it for a few days. Or I can just kick it out. Perfect. And just zone, what am I going to focus on right now? What am I doing? Okay, actually, I need to make a phone call. All right. And pull yourself into the present. Pull yourself into the present. Because the more you entertain and wallow and get juice out of you, and it's something negative. It's usually negative, you know, or else it's fantasy. You know, it's negative or fantasy. That tends to be where people get stuck. The more juice and wallowing you go in there, the more you are investing in identification. Sure. You're, you're just going deeper and deeper yeah. into me story. Yeah. You see? Yeah. So make a list of them. Even stick it beside the bed so it's like, I see you. I see you. Thank you. I see you. You know? It, so that you, you separate from it, separate from it. And Come into the present moment. That's all. Come into the present moment when you see it. Don't give yourself a minute of juice. And you'll be amazed. 
your mind will actually want to like, but I actually kind of just want to think about that for a while. Okay. It's like weird. You know, it's like we want to hurt ourselves. Yeah. We want to go deeper into it. You've got to have discipline. That then actually will change how your brain works. And that's, that's what, that, physiologically, that's going to help. It's going to help you. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't know there was anything about this brain stuff until I felt mine breaking. I felt something breaking. You know, it's like, oh my God, what happens neurologically? And then, of course, now we know there's a circuitry you run, which is the All About Me story. We know that part has to be done. That has to happen. For some people, that part breaks down on its own. Well, you know, they're lucky. It's, it's rare. It's rare. rare. Yeah, it's rare. rare. Yeah. So the more you don't run those circuits, they'll die off. They'll Great. literally die off. But you have to have such discipline. Great. Great answer. It's practical. Uh, I've already, it's already appeared that way. Yeah. Uh, thinking about writing things down, I love to write things down. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, very good answer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Happy to oblige. Yeah, good. Good. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, sure. You're very welcome. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and for some, I'm just thinking of somebody else that I was talking to, something similar about this recently. And for her, it's about painting it. it she, she just has to draw it and stick it up on the wall. <laughs> That's a reminder. The word's just like, uh, no, I couldn't do that. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> but she can paint it. Just an image of it. And it's like it's the first, like, okay, it's not just running a circuit in my head now. There's distance between me and it. There's like an acknowledgement that this is something that I run, but it's not actually me anymore. It's like the first break in the relationship of the all about me story being total self-absorption and the all about me story being seen to be a story. So you're, you're, you're beginning to divorce the me, myself, I stories. Well, that's the first step is like, Okay, put it out there somehow so that it's got you've got distance from it, and then you sever all contact with it. Any time it plays, it rears its head. No, nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Come back to the present moment, and you stop feeding it. You know, you stop running the pattern, and it starves. When you stop feeding it, it starves, and it does die away. It really does. Walking right now. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Grace. So good to see you. Yes. Again. Um, the circuitry thing is happening where um, that circuitry is breaking down. And not that identification doesn't come, it just doesn't, intensity doesn't come very often. Yes. Yes. And it's seen very quickly. And it dissipates in minutes instead of running hours and days. Even when there's big stories, um, there's also this undercurrent. It's like there's there's a piece all the time. Even even behind the the burst, there's some piece there, and there's. Um, almost an inability to remember what the hell I'm doing. Hmm. Uh, so there's 
unless I, I really pull into a, a high-functioning mode where there's a list and mm. things that mm. need to be done. Mm. Um, I'll go to do something, and then whatever I'm doing is all that I'm doing, and there's nothing else until that's... And so it, it might take a long time to get back to, oh, I was going to do that. Right. So as it's breaking down, and, and other physiological things are happening that always happen with the sh- whatever shifts happening uh, that make it a little complicated. Um, the, the question is, how do, it, it's, it's in this current, this current, and I can feel the current. There's, um, like behind it, there's always this feeling that this is the last. This is the last per time uh-huh. I see this person. This is the last uh-huh. time I do this. This is, it, it's a really strange feeling, not a thought, but a feeling of if I never see you again, what do I want to leave behind kind of thing. But not that, but that. Like it's, it's this is, everything's a goodbye, but it's not a sadness. It's, mm-hmm. it's just feels like, Everything is is ending, but it doesn't feel like dying. Yes. Um, though the mind wants to confuse the two. Because usually that's what it is, is this, I feel like I'm dying. It doesn't feel like that. And um, so in this current, there have been a lot of currents. So how do... How do the things I've been doing to keep the current flowing instead of getting into a, a backwash is um, rather than asking the question, um, who am I? It's more the statement that comes that I'm everything. Mm-hmm. So if I get caught up in a, you're really an asshole driving moment, mm-hmm. I, it immediately flips to, wow, I'm really an asshole driving and okay. it, then, then it becomes humorous okay. and connected okay. instead of um, something that's pulling apart. Okay. Um, and it's almost an instant flip. Mm-hmm. How, is, there, is there something to keep this moving? Mm. Okay. So it sounds like there's a, you're mostly in the non-dual state and then it goes into separation and it flips back to the non-dual state. That can go on forever. What about going prior to both? That was just happening here. Okay. That happens some. Which? The going prior to both. Okay. The just the current. Just the current and not okay. the other. Yeah. Okay. If there is a value placed, placed on the non-dual level, that the interconnectivity and the seeing that I'm the asshole who's driving, and, you know, if there's a, if there is a, a value system placed on that, if that's preferred to the disjointed separate one, and it's natural, it is for a while, if it's preferred then you're going to stick to it. There's going to be attachment to that layer. Okay. Right? 
So that's why I'm saying throw it out. Throughout the practice? When, when it comes that you're like, you see the interconnectedness, now take the next step. That's the launching pad. It's like, dismiss that too. Throw that out too. Yeah, it only lasts a moment too, and then it, it moves. But it's the natural flip from one to the other, and then it kind of, that whole current of going into the story dissolves. Okay. But it dissolves with the flip. Okay. I'd love to throw the whole thing out, you see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of going, going at a gentle way to throw it out because I'm saying like, okay, when you hit the non-jewel, then throw out that too because there's definitely some kind of ease when, when we feel the interconnectedness of everything and the smoothness. Ah, we can hang out there. And I'd love to see you see through that too. It's a trick. Non, yes. The non-jeweled state is a trick. A yes. lot of people hang out there for their whole life. Yes, and it, and it's whatever this is has momentum. Whatever sure. whatever current it is, it has momentum. Sure. I don't want to get stuck because getting stuck means floating backwards. Then have no in, attachment. In whatever stuck is. If there's flowing back, that's part of the flow too. Okay. And the, the not knowing what the hell I'm doing stuff, just leave that as the flow too, the, the brain stuff. I wouldn't worry about it. If you need to do exercises to make your focus better, then I would. Then I would. That passes, I'm assuming? Yeah, I, 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 I had to do a lot of exercises to get my brain being able to function again. I mean, okay. and I still do. Like from crossword puzzles to jigsaws to different software programs to actually help your brain to work. I, I just couldn't function. Like, I, like yeah. for example, for this weekend, a bike. For example, for this weekend, I booked two flights from San Diego back to Florida. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. I booked two flights. Imagine that. Two, two flights one way. Instead of clicking round trip, can you imagine? Like, like the, you know? <laughs> It used to be much more, but it's like, wow, there you go again, Jack. It used to be, I yeah. thought I was out of that level of dysfunction of it, but no, here it is again. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's like, all right, you just, you just bite it and, and like, all right, okay, fine. Just got to somehow just reactivate the functioning part of my brain because, because not a lot goes on in my head. Not a lot goes on in my mind. So, but I still have to function in the world. So yes. that's what the movement is here now is like, Function in the world. Bring it into the world. Function at a, at a regular, mundane, ordinary level in the world. Not friggin' easy. Yeah, no. Not easy. No. But it's, that's where my discipline is now, you know? It's around, like, come on, bring your functioning mind into this. Engage in this, you know? I'm, I'm sure I think I'm doing something fine, and then I discover, oh, dear, I've no flight, you know? It's like, okay, all right, what happened? You know? Yeah. But it's less. It's much less than what it was. Can I ask one more question? Yeah. There's um, the other part of the current is just doing what's next. Yes. Like this knowing of what's next. Yes. Yes. And there's no choice. Yes. No choosing. There's just this knowing, almost knowing karma, uh, seeing the picture, this big picture, and just being in what's next. Um, yes. 
Is that... That's great. Okay. That's I didn't great. know if that was another sure. tricky thing, because it just feels like that all the time. And it's been intense story stuff. And there's no, it's just, oh, it's just next. This that's great. Next. That's great. This is just next. I'm glad that's in place. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something shaking up. Yeah. So glad you're here this weekend. Sure. Let's see how it moves, because it'll take a few twists <laughs> and turns, I think, over the two days. Yeah. And, um, like, when I was here, what happens that frees everything is I follow a single something. Like, when you're talking and someone else is talking, and just going into the energy of the words rather than the words, mm-hmm. just following the stream of, of what's and feeling the different flows of that, and then the dualism stops. Is that a good practice? Or will that just make the mind not work very well? <laughs> um, the more things that, that, that engage you with your ability to relate to duality, relate to non-duality, but hang out prior to both. Yeah. The better. Okay. When you're engaging with energy, you, you know, it's very comfortable for you because you can be a little bit out there, you know? Yeah. You know? Uh, the more you can have an awareness of what's out there, but actually you're listening to the real life scenario. If the more you can engage, then the more you're activating your, your brain. But knowing that there's an outside of all of it, I'd love you to. I'd love you to to kind of be hanging out in the the prior to the jewel and the non-jewel. I'd love you to be hanging out from there, so that you can totally engage on every level, but not stick to any level. So that when somebody's talking, you totally get the details of them talking about whatever it is they're talking about. You're totally tuned into the details. You see, because just feeling the energy of it, that's fine. It got you this far, but it's not very useful right now. Okay. It's not very useful right now. So being present in all of it rather than hanging on to one part that pulls you in. How do you mean? The, the, like the energy or, or the current of right. the words right. rather than being aware of the totality of the situation. Yes. Everything that's happening yes. all at once rather than yes. the wind that's blowing. That's right. That's right. Okay. And prior to the jewel and the non-jewel, it is, it is a totality. It has space for all of it. Yeah. And, and your perception can dip in and out and doesn't stick to any level. Okay. You see? But it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have to kind of cruise along a zone that's very comfortable for you and habitual. It's like, come on, let's, let's break up that hangout zone for you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much nicer. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. The totality is, is rough and bumpy. Yeah. Until you discover, oh my God, I've just like got my crooked back straightened, do you know? And then you discover, yeah. oh, should yeah. this, it's much simpler. Okay. Much simpler. I'll see if I can figure that one out. Yeah. Or yeah. move into that one. Exactly. Just move into totality. Okay. And see what happens. We'll see if it happens this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I think we get a taste of it. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It's really 
very good to see you and you. I actually signed up for your retreat last year. And, uh, I was really sorry to hear that you broke your back and couldn't come. Uh, I was really excited to see you. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here now. Um, I'm not sure I have a question. I just have this sense that I wanted to see you and talk to you. You walked in and I just felt this energy and the tears just started flowing and the sense that I'm getting is that whatever it is that I'm feeling from you, I miss it. Like, it's almost like a, a sense of home that I want to go back to and I can't, or I feel like I can't. sense of like of time of having to purify you know of having to do something and I feel maybe I'm just not there yet I know that it's just like a story of the mind but I can't seem to like just drop it you know like I just feel I just really want to go home you know, where I just don't have to be. I don't have to live. I don't have to exist anymore. You know, it's kind of tiring. I've had the sense of being tired for a long time. So I'm, I'm not sure what to do about it, I guess. You are dreaming. You're dreaming that you exist. You're dreaming that you're tired. You're dreaming. I try really hard to wake up. I'm just not sure how. You know, I wish I had a really big alarm. It just like hit me on the head, boom, you know, like wake up. <laughs> but it isn't you that would wake up. The you that you recognize yourself as now. That's not what would wake up. That's just seen through. I see. I think that's where I'm stuck with. I'm just like, just, yeah, not sure of. It's really difficult for me to get that sense of of the essence of being, except when I'm quiet. You know, like I'm in bed reading. You know, I am that or something, and then the, like, these little moments when I. I drop in, but it's just, it's like the veil is just still there. So I guess that's what I'm asking for the pointer. Mm. I see your point, though, <laughs> that whoever's asking is yes. irrelevant. <laughs> yes. But the irrelevant is still relevant in this moment. <laughs> How did you get out of it? <laughs> what happened to you? Well, that was a long twisted road, but...
when you do have the openings, like you're in bed or reading something and you're quiet, what's that like? It's, um, it's this sense of nothingness. Um, not nothingness, but it's more like, like quiet, like without any ripples, you know? Like, I don't like a lot of stimulation, you know? I mean, in my job, I'm, I can be an extrovert, but I tell people I'm a closet introvert. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> there's just like this sense of being in quiet, and like there's no demands, there's, there's no ripples. That's kind of a sense that I have. And can you dip into that at any time? I feel like I can if I were to sit down and close my eyes and pay attention. But I feel like like something's missing, you know, like like it's an onion. I'm still seeing just outside. You know what I mean? Like, um, like there's still this distance. Like I can't just drop in. You know what I mean? I can't just drop in. There's still like a distance, like a hovering kind of. Do, do you know what I mean? Even when, if you sit down and you're quiet. When, when the ripple-free stillness is there, is that total? Or, is, or is, is it another situation where you feel you're hovering? I still feel like I hover. Yeah. Okay. They're just really mm-hmm. small glimpses of like, like really small glimpses of that quiet, but something comes back and there's something that I feel like I'm, I'm missing, you know, that, like, I, I need, like, a pointer, I need, like, somebody to, like, stick a, stick a needle on my bubble and burst it or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, that, that will happen, that's inevitable, that you're, you know, <laughs> that's inevitable, it's only going in one direction. So, so the idea that there's something missing is either for real, because consciousness works in two ways. It either imagines or it manifests something. It does, it does both, both versions. So if, if the idea that there's something missing is just an idea, it might always be there. There might always be just that thing that says there's something missing, but it's like, I know there isn't, but my mind is saying there's something missing. That could be like that. Or an event will come whereby the totality, the, the completeness of that stillness will, will, will be recognized to be so not a concept that you will know that your mind was picking up a sense of it and all it could feel was there's something missing. 
all it could feel was that there's something kind of wrong. I, I'm not complete. That's that's the sense that I have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That that's that's if I had to describe it, that would be the sense that I have. Yes. Like like and and this started when I was young. Like like it was like something's not quite right. Yes. And I was very drawn to different things. Like, yes. Like and then you know I I read and I. I I studied under different teachers and and I just have this sense like I have I have to accomplish it in this life. And if I don't I would really regret it. You know, it's like that sense like I can't mm. get I mm. can't get away from it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and and I feel like like I'm just I'm like so close and yet that tiny little bark is what's like, you know, the the bubble, you know, that that's still there. Yes. Yes. Okay. I remember in my in my teens, and it was a friend of mine who who told me. He said, "You used to always say this, Jack. And I'm not surprised your life worked out the way it did, but <laughs> because you used to always say this, and I'd forgotten." And she just said, "I used to say, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what we're all doing here. I don't know what this is about. But I'm either going to figure it out or I'm going to die trying to figure it out." It's like one or the other. I, there's just there's just something not right. There's just something. What the heck is this? You know. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of what you're saying. The discomfort, the dis-ease that the mind feels about something not being quite right. That's natural for the mind. It's not quite right. There is something wrong. <laughs> there is something missing. Mm-hmm. There's a big fat lie going on. Right. There's a hypnosis going on. There's a dream going on. Yeah. Of course there's something not right. If the search for you is headlined with there's something not quite right, <laughs> then blessings on that phrase. If that's the thing that made you so I gotta I gotta kind of figure this out. If it motivates you, if that phrase motivates you, then it's fine. It's a very welcome thing. It's part of the mind's story. But will that actually stop? It'll fade out, not because you found something, but it'll fade out because your attention will be more on what's real, the quiet stillness. And then it doesn't matter what the mind is talking about. Mm. So it doesn't have to go. Actually, it doesn't need a resolution. You might get one, but you probably won't. Because it's not necessary. But what you've got to do is cultivate a habit of going into that stillness. You've got to nurture that. And if you only drop in once in 10%, once in 10 times that you sit or lie down or read the book or go really quiet, or if you only drop in once, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. The intention of cultivating... Mm, opening the space, welcoming that pure consciousness to show itself to you. The intention of that is the strongest pointer I can give you right now. You've got to welcome it. You've got to surrender to it. Let it have you. Let it, let it, let it, let it. So even if your mind can't tune into it, it's like, I know it's there. And that's, that's actually the most profound faith that there is. Is like, there is a quiet stillness inside. I can't access it. My mind will not friggin' slow down. (laughs) But I've got faith in it. 
that's really potent. Because what you're saying really is, hey, mind, do you know what? I know, I know you're, you've, you're taking over all the airwaves right now and you're on high volume. I know that. But there is a knowing that I'm not going to deny. No matter how loud you play, there is a knowing that there is access to absolute ripple-less stillness inside. So the certainty of that must be trusted, must be gone to or cultivated, allowed more space. That would help a lot. So um, I went to this 10-day meditation retreat, I think about a year and a half ago. Yes. And um, I had I had this extreme experience of suffering. <laughs> I thought I was going to die every day. And on the ninth day, I had this experience of bliss. It was just like, yeah. you know, just like, just it was beautiful. It was like just the doing, you know, it was just like this beauty in the doing and the non. It's like there was nothing there. It was just like this beautiful performance, this acting, you know. So I came back and I made this promise to myself that if I survived the retreat, I would do an hour of sitting meditation every day. So I did that for like two months and then I had this experience of like one day sitting and I was asking myself like this question and um, and then like it was like pitch black mm-hmm. and I could feel it coming and Part of me was kind of afraid, and part of me wanted it. What was coming? Like the pitch black, ah. like the mm. the void. It mm. was like moving closer. Mm. And I kept telling myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. But of course I was afraid. And then something in me turned and turned away from it, I guess. And I was really bummed. I was really kind of sad that that passed and... For some reason, after that, I just, I didn't do as much meditation. Mm. It was always one thing or another, like I'm too busy or like I'm washing the dishes sure. or I'm too tired or yeah. whatever. But lately, I feel like the, the drawn into being quiet, but I still don't do it. It's almost like part of me is like um, not doing it and then... There's a part of me that's drawn to do it. And then the times that I do sit for meditation, it's like, wow, this is so nice. I don't know why I was avoiding it. You know, it just doesn't make sense, you know. And um, so I guess what you're saying is to just, like, trust in it and, like, surrender to, like, the, 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 the impulse to just sit in silence and be quiet and just... Just trust that it's whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Okay. For you, make prioritizing that quiet time is more important than eating. Okay. Right? It's really important. Whatever it is that stops you from giving that gift to yourself, leave it here tonight. Leave it here. I'll gladly take it. (laughs) Trash it. (laughs) I'll give it to you. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's funny how we want it and we don't want it, you know? We want it, but yet we do things to keep the movie going. It's amazing, you know? We, we sabotage ourselves, you know? Hi there. Hi. The essence would be integration and vantage vantage point. It's like like the view, like there's awareness that the view is important. Mm, can pass uh, trying like the sense of self activated, like there's like we're trying to be mindful. And so then the sense of self is like just here's this and then it's trying to be mindful. Helpful process, but like, like you said, of uh, like aim higher. That's the freedom. It's like, oh well, when the sense of self relaxes, then that all just falls away. <clears throat> so with the the high flying or like so states of grace, it seems like there's there's graced states. And then more of a center of gravity that's like more relative and progressive. Um, so the question is like that relative, like holding out for the lottery and like also and like that to be disciplined, like the practice of the, the relative integration. Does it make sense? Not really. <laughs> okay. So it seems like so that's so it seems like allowing this as well as like in the moment like moment to moment practicing yes and then this seems like a progressive process where the center of gravity changes like tell me about that that's what i didn't Mm -hmm. get what's the center of gravity yeah so like it could be like the sense of self is the is the like central operating feature and then all of a sudden there's states where where all of a sudden there's this falls away and there's witnessing and then all of a sudden, and then in unification, unified, but yeah. then there's still a camera. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, then the subject and object dissolve. And then, is there, um, like, it's non local when the vantage is like non localized. It's almost like, yeah. Is this what you're pointing to as like prior? Yes. Okay. So th- there's a toggling between um, the unified camera uh-huh. and then, uh, then subject object as well. And it seems like, so in the relative like progression, it seems like, oh, what was, like, what does that say? Like, it's hard to talk and, and stay with, with, with the um, subject, with non-dual. Okay. So, like, it's like the nervous system is kind of, like, integrating and learning. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, talk to me about not being relaxed, your nervous system. Talk to me about, about that. Is it hard for you to relax? Or to, where are you around that? Yeah. <clears throat> well, also in context, like being integrated, like there was a couple year period of just like very little work and um, just a couple days. It was very graced and then just lots of time to be. And so now it's like quite integrated into the world and, mm. and coaching practice and life mm. and community. And so the, um, this is the process of like, like integrating Mm-hmm. The, the the center of gravity. Yes. And so it's just a so it's more like a fluid movie. Um, so the essence of the question is maybe like just pointers on the this process of like uh, okay, there's a state experience, and then then like. Then with talking, it it fall it like drops a little bit, and so it kind of integrating like that integrative process. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if your nervous system is is um, modifying is shifting the gravity. Does okay okay one way that this shows up is that. It feels like we're we're self conscious, like you know, as in as in just self conscious. Example. Yeah, um, uh, it, it, just being aware of how we're seen, how we're looking, how we're talking, how just having that awareness of how we're being perceived. That's, Sense of self. Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm okay. I'm suspicious that your nervous system hasn't caught up. That's what I'm wondering. Because... Yes. Yeah. There's something about that, I think. Well, it, feels like it's in, it feels like it's in process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What can we do to nourish that? Yeah. Because I don't get the feeling that... I, so I think like, it's kind of stuck. Yeah, so like, let's say on the cushion, then, then there's easier access for subject-object, right? And then, like, let's just say in the, in the coaching session, like, you know, some, there'll be moments where... This will pop and then, like, so it it's kind of pops in and out. What pops in and um, out? I'd say more often it's the the camera, the unified camera. Yeah. Um, that's like relating as well in the world and stuff. Yeah. And then the the pop will be the okay subject object. Right. And rare would be the the non localized. Right. But can you tap into non-localized when you remember to do so? Not volitionally. Okay. It, 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 this, this is where I'm saying, like, okay, grace, yeah. grace happens. Yeah. And, and years ago, like, what would be a more baseline now would be years ago would have been a peak state. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's, that's it's like a taste of possibility, and then the nervous system is like, oh, this is possible. Yes. Yes. The essence of the question is like holding a vantage and talking and relating. That's it. That's yeah. it. How do you engage in the world? Because it's, and I think the catch is your physiology, actually. I think mm-hmm. that's actually what's not caught up. Mm-hmm. Because as you talk about the different states, actually, it's quite smooth. It's not, it's not jerky for you at all. Mm-hmm. But your body is holding the, 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 the jerk. In some way, the body isn't, um, hasn't learned how to function 
from the subject object yeah. perfect perception but yet, yet actually it's centre of symmetry it's gravity is in the non-dual or, or finer not yet not yet the, not the centre of gravity the yeah. centre of gravity would be more the the, um, the unification yes but, but there's a it's a camera yes yeah yes so the observer yeah 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 this is just keep keep relaxing I would do I would actually do something that would help your system to relax I mean um, there's moments of like like almost feeling like the level of sleeping and it's just like happening but then there's you know then efforting and like yeah it's just like like subtle modulations of the nervous system yeah I mean in the larger view it's like oh this is a process happening yes if there's any like um Tips. I would give it a hand. I would really. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a gazillion different different ways of, of doing it. I mean, mm. it can be as simple as taking some kind of valerian root or something or mm. craniosacral therapy or, mm-hmm. or just... Yeah, get lots of sessions. Yeah. yeah, or just lie down on the bed and, you know, talk yourself through a meditation of calming your whole body. Record yourself and keep yeah. talking. Something to like... But, yeah, it, it's more of like... Um, Subject object, like more often throughout the day. So subject object merging more often throughout the day. This would be the question. Subject object merging. How do you mean I merging? I mean dissolving. Like the, yeah. So from the unified camera where there's still an observer, yeah. and then this almost gets sucked up, or like it's just so more off. That's the edge of practice. And the question is, any. To happen. stop the subject object, or yeah. yeah, you see, with the inter- so the center of gravity, mm-hmm. there's still an observer, and then then there's moments where you see, we can go back further and shift the center of gravity to like the the unified and and the, when grace pops in, yeah. if we're not so stuck to the subject object. So rather than pull you back there, what I want to do is, hey, let's unstick this part. Mm-hmm. It's like that you've still got your, your jacket tied to a post. You know, we're pulling something. There's something not freed up about the subject object. And mm-hmm. I'm inclined to say, can we make that smoother for your whole system in some way so that you can pull back? Yes. You can pull back, yes. right? Because pulling you back, you're going to get yanked forward because something isn't all the parts of us, the mind, body, spirit, all of it isn't, isn't allowing subject object to just happen, but we dip in and out. It's like yeah. subject object happens, but actually you never leave the zone that's behind that. Whereas, I didn't, get, I, didn't, I didn't get that right. Yeah. It feels like what's happening for you is when subject object is there, it's, 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 it's really there, you know, and then you can mm-hmm. write, there's the camera and stuff. I want to loosen it, it, it probably, so that... It probably... Uh, the zoom lens change like yes yeah so it does it gets narrower your scope gets a bit narrower when subject object is running and i'd love to see you able to function with subject object perception but actually you're 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 not uh-huh tight with it yeah. you know that's your it's like there's there's still unification but then the subject object is still a little more like fixed and then there's like oh then the camera and it's very smooth and there's just... Yes. So this would be the, the where that it changes and then and then also to the subject, like, then, mer- then non-dual. 
Yes. So these are like the three... That's like, They're the names. layers that you go through. Yeah. That's your passageway back. Yeah. 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 So you're saying if this, this is like... Yes. A little more... Yes. Seen as empty or upon arising... Yes. Then it'll allow... You have it. Yeah. You have it. So here's one thing that you could do. It's like, all right, I'm going to whatever. Phone a mate that's completely and totally a mate to hang out with that knows nothing about this at all. Okay. And I'm going to call this mate and I'm going to completely and totally <coughs> see if I can have, uh, you know, a story-based conversation and totally stay in the unified state. Uh, Practice it. Like. With the, the, it would still be a unified, like, C. Yeah. But then there would be, um, it also feels real. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the body is unified. But then the, it gets a little bit, the attention gets a little bit sucked into the... Yes. Too much, I That's think. it. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. The subject object just gets, you're too contracted with it. It's just yeah. a little too tight. Yeah. And your nervous system is invested in it. That's why I think uh, your nervous system is what's responding to it. Uh-huh. You see? That's why I was wondering, are you self-conscious? Where, where okay. is it? Because when you talk about it, your nervous system is like, that's where the buzz is. Whereas I want you to be in stillness when you're in storyland with somebody, yeah. rather than going into the buzz because your nervous system gets cranked up. Uh-huh. Right? It feels sure. good. I'm sure you've got it, found a way for it to be fun okay. for you. You know? Okay. Do you see? Clear. Great. Long-winded question. And no, it's not a problem answer. because it's really tricky to kind mm-hmm. of use language to find something that's mm-hmm. so subtle, huh? Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. You're welcome. Wait a minute. Are we allowed to ask a question while someone's up there, or that's not the way it works? <laughs> it's probably it's probably too unwieldy because because if somebody's here they they need to go through their stuff yeah but do you want to come up Jimmy? No, it was a specific question about uh, I don't remember if it was two years ago or a year ago that we were all together, but you said something specific to him and I was wondering how he worked with that or what he learned from that or if you still see that. But that's I totally want to respect the rules. I'm just not. Oh thinking. sure, sure. I I knew that you have to ask him afterwards because I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, I have an odd memory that I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ask him after. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember it. Yeah. So so it, it mustn't be as in in his energy field because I usually would remember the last story if there's some imprint of it still there. Not an exact science, but you know. <laughs> Hi there. Hi, how are you? Nice to see you again. I was wondering bring up the mic? I was wondering if you could talk about the experience that you had when you were paralyzed from your neck down and you were completely lost track of everything and then you saw the layers coming in. I, I don't know. I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> 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 and you said that like there was wires in your brain, or I, I just wondered like what it felt like when before all the layers started coming in. Ah. Uh. If it was like that black void, or was it like something else, or what was it like? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Not everybody has a void experience, but a lot of us do. (coughs) 
the void experience was, was, was separate and that was ha- capital H hell for me. I mean, total hell. It was like a fighting for survival and you're losing. And, and it's like the vacuum is too strong. And that's actually, that's probably a good point that I didn't say to you. is like when, when the vacuum comes, it's natural to, to turn the other way. Because of your ego, fear? Or because because there's an innate pull to survive. Yeah. It's like if there's something coming for you, you're going to jump out of the way. It's kind of like that. The ego? Or uh, yeah, the ego is trying to survive. Body. No, the ego is trying to survive. The ego is trying to survive. Yeah, it, that's a life force too at some level, yeah. you know. Um, and so what happens is when, when the void is strong enough, no matter how strong you fight, you lose. But that's really what you want. But you do, but in that moment you don't. Right. You you know that, but but it's so consuming. You don't think, oh, this is the void. This is the spiritual experience. You are so not looking at that. You are like, fighting like for your life. Die, oh yeah, right? you're going to yeah. die. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, you're being destroyed, killed on every level, spiritual, physical. Everything is 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 being tortured, destroyed, torn apart, torn apart, and it's hell. But that's how it was for me. Um, and some don't have it at all. I, I don't know what it is actually yet, but maybe we won't know in my life. I don't know what it actually is. So, mm-hmm. so when you felt that, it was a process where everything was kind of you're saying vacuum. Yeah, it's like every, like all of your ego was sucked out of you, and then and then you saw layers of your ego. Kind of coming back in, but you could see it then. Then you could be the observer. Yeah, there, I think I think there's separate things. Um, I think because, or maybe there's a few different times when, when like, because with the void, all I can really remember is that void because it was hell. So, <laughs> but then there could have been other times. Oh yeah, because I can remember one time of the layers coming back in, and I was in India at the time. And I was completely out of it for six days. I'm gone. And um, uh, the friend I was with said, Jack, you've got to eat. You know, and I'd be lying there on the floor on the mattress, you know. And, and he'd be like, come on, get up and pull me up. And, and i just mechanically eat and come back again to the room and lie down again. And that was, that was I didn't know anything. It was just out of it. Um, what I do remember is when it came back, when a layer came back, I wasn't ready, you see. I wasn't ready. Even though the, the black hole experience had already happened, the big learning that happened with the vacuum, going into that dark place, was that there was absolute clarity that existence itself was a myth. Yeah. That completely, it's like, oh my God, the idea that anything existed ever was crapology. <laughs> absolute garbage. And so that that's what the void taught me. Yeah, but it's painful to be there because you're in a planet with everybody else in that state and you're not and you don't know what to do with it. Um, I think it was painful because I was clinging. Something was clinging to the idea of existence. So what was being threatened was existence itself. And it was being shown that it was nothing. It was nothing. That's... 
that's because in it it was like this exists I can remember I can remember one scene clearly in that vacuum and it was like look you know great leaders existed Jesus existed the Buddha existed like things exist you know and it's just like whoosh, gone whoosh, gone you know these images of the Buddha the image of Jesus was actually on a cross I remember the image that I saw you know it was like this exists the, it, things exist like and too much is built upon it for it not to have existed in the first place and it was just like peeled away like a band-aid boop gone boop gone it's like my god there's no substance there's no substance to existence there's no substance to existence shit you know and it was like that's what's dying here is existence the idea of existence and what i've built upon it that's what's breaking down that's what the vacuum did for me do you see did for me the but you know that's what it exposed does that make sense yeah the one that i remember that that is coming to mind right now because i remember different things at different times you know we're all like that yeah yeah um when when my friend it was a guy i was in a relationship with at the time and when when uh, it was on the sixth day and there's this like little plastic door between the bathroom and where i was lying down and he came in from doing seva in this ashram that we were hanging out in for a couple of months or a couple of weeks i can't remember it wasn't that long and he was taking a shower and i was looking at his body and i was like how do i like to connect with that body that's the weirdest thing why do i enjoy sex why 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 would anybody do that? <laughs> and I was looking at him having a shower, you know. And my body was formulating concepts again and my brain was formulating concepts, you know. And of course, the sticky one is desire, no? And yes. that's what was remaining. It was like that's the one that's going to consolidate. If it's it's not over until all desire is seen through, it's all it's all transcended. So, and I was like, how 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 do I want to do that? And do I what component of me would actually enjoy that how how is that possible it's like i lost the files you know i yeah. just lost the files wow <laughs> you know and uh, and then i felt this dropping down i was like joop desire desire in comes desire in comes oh the idea that he's separate that was the first one it's like the there's you and there's him and i was like oh yeah yeah there's me and there's him oh, therefore there's something that i can get from him that makes me feel better oh my god look at that wow bingo desire for sex i'm like oh my god that's what this is about that's what's pulled this I'm so clear it's like there we go back again old status quo oh my god what was that what 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 just happened because i'm i'm back i'm back you know and i was back and then i had to do it bit by bit chip away chip away chip away you know yeah from there you know so it just so it just it just felt like natural not not wanting anything not even wanting to eat somebody had to take care of you yeah yeah absolutely wanting nothing but i couldn't i couldn't function because i couldn't talk from there i couldn't even integrate because i wasn't done yeah i wasn't done Okay. You know, but the parts that came back, a lot of stuff never came back. Never came back at all. Never came back at all. It's it's like it's like desire came back and the capacity to see separation because of desire came back. But kind of everything else was gone. It was just desires that were left. And when a desire would arise, it would always, oh, there's a desire. Okay, now dualistic perception is playing. But it would only appear because a desire was the first trigger. I'd recognize a desire arising and then dualistic perception would be at play it wasn't there other than desire okay so so then you could see it more clearly yeah. after that but 
the good thing about some, sorry, something to learn from this is that when you feel afraid of the void, that it's okay. Because you do feel like you're going to die. Yeah. Or I do. I feel like I feel like I have to go to sleep. I have to sink into the fear of dying. And then I, I feel comfort in it. Yes. But I don't, I've never felt, I never have had your experience with this not being able to function. But I think that the big fear is, is that you won't function if you really let go. But yes. even if you don't function for a while, then you come out on the other side better of anyways. Of course. Of okay. course. So it's just my fear that I wanted to talk to you about Yes, that. yes. So <laughs> there's a fear you. of not being able to function. Uh, yeah. And what if happens when go. the... Yeah. You know, and you, then you were talking about the, the plane tickets and everything, yeah. too. Yeah. So there's a fear about wanting to, to let go and, and live with more clarity of reality, but there's a fear of not being able to function in the world. Yes. Or also, I mean, this is, I don't, I, I don't know, this is just really big judgment, but sometimes when I'm feeling really still, instead of feeling unified, I feel like, oh my God, I have to listen to this person's story again. It's like <laughs> the same story and this person's story. And I think I'm reading um, a book called I Am That, and, I, and I, it's about questions and answers. And I think, how can these people like you sit and listen to us ask all these same questions over and over again. It's like so irritating. But then, but then I think maybe when you know you get to your state, you're so enamored with everything and just being that it's maybe all new all the time. Yeah. Every moment is fresh. Yeah. And the flip side of that is that you book the same friggin' flight twice. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's the flip side of it. So like. it's okay either way, so, really. Yeah, it's, it's like there, there's a flip side to everything because that's how functioning is, you know. There's a pro and con, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the stories... You see, it's always consciousness. Yeah. It's always consciousness expressing and repeating itself and forgetting itself. And I, 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 I don't see you as a separate woman. I, I genuinely don't. Yeah. You're not, like, because you're not. You, nobody here is separate to what I am. So, so, so it's like this, the belief in separation doesn't go deep enough in order to be a pain in the ass. Okay. You know, and it's not that the story would be a pain in the ass. It's that the depth of the belief in separation would actually make anything be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay. You see, yeah. it's the depth of the perception is the problem, okay. not the content. Yeah. It's never the content. It's the perception feels uh, icky yeah, yeah. in some way. Yeah. And that's the blip. That's the, the thing. Right. If you if you're more clear and you don't have the judgment, you can't even get to that ickiness. Yeah, yeah, the judgment, yeah, whatever part of, of our perception imagines that there is separation. Yeah. That's the problem. Okay. That everything is going to be crap. Um, and we'll just find something else to call crap, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. just find something. Yeah. But really, the symptom of, of the shitty feeling is because we're imagining that, that there is separation. Yeah. That's what it is. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. 
I spend most of my day being aware of my thoughts mm. and being aware of my sensations in my bodily functions. And that has given me a certain degree of peace of mind. But in some days, when I open my eyes, I can feel my, my story just falling on me. Huh. Like, like falling. falling on you. Yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very difficult to get out. Yeah. I get irritated. And almost every situation that I encounter, makes me angry <laughs> because I feel so so constricted in, in this body and with this story and I don't know what to do. Mm. 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 Do you have any ability to keep the story out? You know when it's coming in, when it's starting to fall? Have you ever used your breath or done any, have you ever managed to create a distance from it, to keep it out, or does it invariably come in and stick? Sometimes I can do it. Ha, what works? Just uh, be still. Yeah. And look at my thoughts. Yes. And don't, I don't identify with them. Yes. But sometimes they're very, I feel them very powerful. And I feel so weak. Some days, I don't know why. Ah, I feel like so, so weak, uh, and they seem so, so big, and so powerful. And I then I became become this person again with all these fears and insecurities, and irritations, and I can go on. And. I suffer. I bet. A lot. Yeah. And I want to to get out of there. Yes. But sometimes I cannot. Yes. Some some days. Just some days. Yeah. Okay. You know. I don't know if this way of presenting it is going to work for you or not, but I'm going to throw it out there. There's you and the level of consciousness that's operating through you. And before the thoughts come in, all is well. And then the you story is coming in. And because this is at the same frequency as the you story... You have no option, but identification will happen. Have you ever done anything to lift your own frequency out of it? Mm. Does that way of does that sound like too new agey or? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just yeah remembering if I if, if I yeah done okay okay yeah because uh, there is a frequency there is a frequency. And if it's falling on top of you, it's like, it's like, it's like the, the, the waves of your story are here, you know? 
and you come out of like whatever I don't know deep sleep or pure consciousness and that's not sticky and and then you 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 just drop into it and it feels like it's falling on top of you but it's actually you falling into the frequency oh, I get it. I get it. you're falling into the frequency of it okay right so I'm wondering what is keeping you have the capacity for a higher frequency but you're falling into the same vibe the same frequency of where that is real yes right so what is making your frequency drop into your story mm. I guess that I just accumulate a lot of stress ah. because so, some days when I woke, woke up wake up uh, I feel stressed a, a, a lot and I don't know why ha huh. I don't know why. Ah, yeah. And is it stressed in your body or is it a particular stressful thoughts? In my body. Ha. Not in my mind. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's the frequency. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It, it, it seems... Like it comes out of nowhere. Yes. Yes. Okay, so let me just ask a very simple thing. Like, I need to exclude this. Are you doing something? Like, are you on meds? Do you take poor quality drugs? Do you take, like, alcohol? Do, do, you, do you take something to actually lower your frequency? No. I live a... You live a clean life. Relatively uh, Okay, yeah. Life. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get it out of the way in case yeah, I'm missing no drug, something. No alcohol, no alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Junk food, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, that, that can work, but not a lot. Yeah. Okay, not a lot. Okay. Because sometimes it can be on the simple thing that I actually forget to ask, the most mundane thing sometimes. Okay. 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 So, so is there something karmic going on? Have you something to do? Have you something left to do? Is there a benefit somewhere to somebody, to the planet, for you to keep plugging in to suffering at that level? Is there some subtle thing going on about you having a value somewhere in doing that? Well, <clears throat> my mother and brothers and sisters they suffer a lot they have very unhappy lives okay so maybe it's that maybe it's that mm. so maybe I'm doing it for them That doesn't help them if I suffer. No, it's the opposite. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's the opposite. It helps them if you're free. But it means stepping out of your tribe. 
It means stepping out mm. entirely. What do you mean by entirely? You will never again connect with them in the same way. And you have to be okay with that. It means letting them go. I see. It's almost, and your, this is what your mind will do with it. It's like there's an option for one person to be saved and why should it be me? And yes, it has to be you because you're being called to it. You're, you're choosing. It's like, no, and I know this ship is going down and I know it's full of suffering and I know there's a life raft there that only takes one person. But no, 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 no. And every morning you wake up in the life raft and then you jump into the sinking boat. Jump into the sinking boat again. You know? Yes. So, of course, you know, when we change and we make that shift, we don't connect with the same people in the same way. And those who are prepared to move absolutely will know that, oh, my God, what, what, what are you doing? Tell me. They'll, they'll get fed from you. And those who are not prepared to move and are too full of the suffering and the juice that's in suffering, you will be the enemy. You will be misunderstood and you'll be the joke. Yes, I am that. Ah, already. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that will get worse. Because you, you won't be able to find... You, right now, the, ma the way you're maintaining your connection with them is through the suffering. Right? You're maintaining a connection. You're going to lose that connection. So there is some attachment there, and it's manifesting like this, but it's attachment. Okay. So, so I have to become detached. Yes, then... let them go. Totally let them go. Totally let them go. As if for your mind you would never see them again. As if it's done. It's like goodbye. I will never know you as I have known you till now. I cannot know you like that anymore. I can't tune into your frequency and be there with you in that way. I can't do it. And you won't be able to create a scenario that will be a nice replacement. You can't do that. Because then the controller is going with you, so nothing is changing really. Okay. You see? Yes, yes. So in that way that you said, I can become detached more and more. Yes. You, you have to let them go. Okay. Totally let them go. Totally. Totally. Yes. Totally let so them go. So when thoughts arise about them, I just look at them and don't identify. That's right. That's right. And let them pass. Yes. And the mind, the ego part, will say, oh, you have no compassion, you have your, your da, da, da. And it's like, yeah, 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 sure. They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts. Okay. So that's happening. <laughs> yes. That's yes. clear. Yes. So in that way, I won't be... Clinging to that. Yeah, because when you're okay. dropping into that frequency of suffering, you're doing it because you're getting something out of it. You're getting something out of it. Somewhere it feels right or good or the best thing to do, or somewhere you're getting some juice out of it. That's why you're doing it. So, so when I suffer, I just have to be aware that, I, that I'm suffering also. Yes. Um, do you suffer... In any other way, uh, what else makes you suffer? Or is it always because the story has come in? 
it is almost always because the story has come in. Yeah. Yeah. The story of me with all the things that I yes. I just said. Yes, yes. And and it gets and it, and it when well I go down, go down and it's very powerful. Yes, of course. And every little thing, uh, the barking of the dogs, the cars, people are talking in the restaurants, everything is like very irritating. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I can become, become more and more and I suffer more and more. Yes, yes. And it's very hard to stop it. But with this I, I can see through that. Yes, see through it exactly. It's like the world can do its craziness over there. It's n- n- I'm I'm not wired like that anymore. I'm just not. I can't sacrifice myself to that extent and plug into that anymore. Forget it. I'm out of here. It's not going to be like that for me anymore. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and of course it's like, then what's there is like not knowing, surrender. Uh, emptiness, wide open, no control, no me, no nothing. I mean, it's blank. And just stay there. Just stay there. Just stay there. If suffering happens, it's like, okay, okay, what's going on here? Because there's an identification with the scenario. That's why I'm suffering again. It gets like this. When, when, when you're almost out of the identification pattern, the times you do fall into identification is hell. Yes. It's hell. Completely hell. Yeah, it's really stinky, you know? Yes. Because it, 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 it's so, it, it's so um, not right for your system anymore. Yes, yes, yes. You see? And that's where you are. So anytime there's suffering, it's like, okay, if the family is cleared, it's like there will be desire. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that will catch you. And this, the family story is about desire too. It's about not wanting them to suffer or you, you'll know what the desires are. There will be desires between it. You know, around that story. So if it happens independently to that, there will be desire someplace. Oh, okay, I have to check that out. Yeah. That's the next layer. I'm kind of telling you when you have the family detached, I just kind of want to say... Just remember this piece. <laughs> desire for any, every, anything? Anything. Anything. Any desire. Yes. Because if desire comes up, you're already in identified thought. It's like, ooh, that'll make me... That, the little eye. The little eye has a story. Yes. And it's always, I want that because I will be better. I will, and it's like, it's feeling its brokenness and it's imagining that something outside is going to make that go away. It's not. Oh, so it's another trick. It's another trick. Okay. It's not. The outside thing isn't going to make it. It's the fact that you think that you're the personal I. That's the, that's the source of the incompleteness. Mm-hmm. That's what's wrong. When that's running, it's awful. Oh, you okay. see? Mm-hmm. So it's like, whoa, okay, what's the desire here? Because the attachment to the desire, that's what made the, the little I appear. Mm-hmm. Yes. You see? Mm-hmm. So there's two phases for you. Clear out the family stuff and then watch. If there's anything remaining, it will be remaining desires. Ah, uh, okay. That's and nice. yet you'll enjoy food or whatever it is. You'll enjoy things. But it's not like, mmm, I have to have, mmm, oh yeah. You, you know, no, no, that stops. It just stops. You know? Or you'd find yourself playing the game of enjoying something, but you know it's like, yeah, this is fine, but it's going to be gone in a minute and actually... Uh, <laughs> You know? Yes, I can see. That's very clear. Super. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome.
can I ask a quick question in yes. regard to what you were just talking about? Yes, Grace. Um, the so when I was saying everything feels like a last time. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think for, for uh, yeah. I, I I remember when you were when you were saying that what what appeared in front of me is that your your mind your mind is is throwing that up as a response or um, a, a, a story that doesn't have tentacles into anything, but yet it's in connection with linear time. So it's, it's your mind throws up a comment, and it's fantastic because it's a clean one. It's not a comment that's connected to, oh, that's terrible, or because there's no emotion around it. There's no, you don't have any of the other garbage around it, but yet your mind is going to a new anchor. And the new anchor is the last time. Your mind, it just has created a new anchor. This is the last time. This is the last time. It's created a new anchor. You could just as easily be saying, Om Namah Shabaya, or trees are green. <laughs> you know? You could. You could. It's just created an anchor. So it's like, ah, okay, and it's kind of hanging on to linear time. Right. But it's just using an anchor that's clean because it's not an ego story. It's just the last time. You've no emotion around it. There's nothing that's clean. So your mind is creating new stories that are clean ah. as reference points for itself. You see? Yes. Yeah. But there's still reference points. Yes, there's still reference points. The linear time being the reference point because time hasn't uh, completely broken down yet. And can I ask one more thing? Yes. When you were talking about the void? Yes. Um, all this life, rather than being afraid of it, it's what I love. Okay. Even as a child, I I, rem I remember everything when things were hard and traumatic. Mm. I would just sit and call it nothing. I called it nothing. All right. And I just sit and repeat nothing, nothing, nothing. Right. And when the void has come, it always it's just there's no resistance so it's just I don't even know I'm going into the void okay, I only know I was there because I came back alright that's a different void this void has suction it has a feeling like an incredibly powerful vacuum cleaner oh yes that came once and I, I was terrified that's the one that's what we're talking about that's what we're talking about it's got a suction thing it's the weirdest thing yeah it felt just like the light I've been pulled through the light before it right. felt like that yeah. the same pool that's yeah. the one you're talking yeah, yeah. about yeah and we do, we fight, we fight. For and that void isn't necessarily, in my mind, I associated that void with that darkness, with evil. Right. Yeah, some do. I, I, I had my... me that associated that. Yeah, I had had my battle with evil before that, so, yeah. Ah, I see. So existence was the only thing that was there to blow out for me, in hindsight. I see. But I had done the battle with evil beforehand, yeah. So there's different voids. Um, it's going to if if the void has a suction in it, it's a spirit's way of of yanking something out of your system, really yanking, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just a brutal way, really. But what happens for some? But it's fine. It's just another experience. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I think we're at nine o'clock or thereabouts.
Everybody okay? Anything? Anybody got something really pressing that's bubbling? We're good? All right. Thank you, folks, for your attention this evening and for taking this ride.